to the podcast it's your boy matt hammond this is the cruise dynasty podcast uh the second episode glad y'all listened to that first one got uh more views than expected just keep on watching it people if you don't mind go onto the podcast and click that bloop click that ad button subscribe we're putting out content Every two or three days, we're trying to get as much content as we can, especially before the season comes up. Uh, add me on Twitter, uh, Crew Matt Ham. I already got a few followers. I've uh, increased my followers by three hundred percent if uh, within the past week. So keep on following me, man. You'll get information on these uh, fantasy football drafts today. We're talking running backs, these rookie running backs. And then maybe we'll get into some dynasty rankings, some startup rankings later on in the next few weeks. Get some other people on here to chime in. But today we're just going to talk about these rookie running backs since they got landing spots. We know where they're at, where they're at on the depth chart, stuff like that. At least an idea of what we think is going to happen. Um, let's just start from the top. Uh... We're going to talk about these round two running backs. There was three running backs drafted in round two, and I bring up that they're drafted in the second round because it matters. The draft capital matters. Like, if you – these teams that are investing in running backs in round two, round three, you want to get these guys because you know the teams like these players. It'll be harder for them to replace, you know, in the NFL community, you know, if you – uh Running backs, they go lower on the drafts because running backs, they don't mean, they don't really mean that much. I mean, you can replace them. You can pick them up off the streets, get a running back that could produce. Like, uh, for example, like Baltimore, they had their top two or three running backs go down last year. But then they start picking up uh, Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman, and, and there they go. They go and do solid work, and those guys ain't nothing. So I love talking running backs because there is not – there's just in fantasy wise, there is not a more important position than running backs. Even in this couple, this uh, past draft, the wide receiver class was deep. But what is everybody picking at the one one? They're picking a running back. Two running backs going to top three, and this was a weak class for running backs. So I know me and some of the guys we like to debate what's more valuable. Do you want these top running backs? Do you want top wide receivers? I want running backs. Running backs are the most valuable. They score the most points. I say if you get these running backs that catch the ball out of the backfield, there's that's what you want the most. I'll, especially in your PPR leagues, you know, you can get these receivers. You can get wide receiver threes that can pick up production. Top thirty wide receivers that can get you a lot of production on your teams. Like all these teams are running four wide, five wide receivers. There's receivers everywhere. They're probably on your waiver wires. So we're gonna get into these running backs. We'll just start it off from the top. Brees Hall. Need I say more? Out of Iowa State, the first running back off the board in the NFL draft, and he goes to the Jets. And you got to like what the Jets are doing. They're investing into their offense around their young quarterback, Zach Wilson. 
they're picking up receivers, they're picking up running backs, they're investing in their O-line. And the reason why you got to like Brees Hall is because it doesn't matter what Zach Wilson does. You know, Garrett Wilson, he got drafted real high. It matters what Zach Wilson does for him. He's dependent on the quarterback. Brees Hall, he's going to get a lot of carries. Yeah, I know they got uh, Michael Carter in the backfield, but I don't really see him as a threat, especially for Brees Hall going so high in the draft in round two. I think he's going to get 75 80% of the snaps, carries, catching the ball out of the backfield. I like Brees Hall. Of course, who would? You know, he's the – He's going 101 in your rookie drafts. If he's not, then y'all, whoever's 101 in your rookie drafts, he's not taking Brees Hall, you need to check that guy. Ask him if something's wrong with him because he messed up. He messed up. So you got to like Brees Hall in the second round. Let's move on to another uh, second round running back. Uh, My guy, Kimba Walker. Nah, I'm just kidding. I keep calling him Kimba because I think it's funny. But Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State. You know, he goes to the uh, Seattle Seahawks, who they claim they're not in a rebuild mode, but dang, it sure looks like it. When you trade Russell Wilson, you definitely look like, look like you're going into rebuild mode. I mean, Bobby Wagner, they just let him walk out the door. They claim they're competing. I, you know, they're in the same division with the Rams, the Cardinals. It's like, you need to step it up. Anyways, fantasy-wise, Kenneth Walker. How can you not like it? I mean, you know Pete Carroll's going to run the ball. They've always been a run-heavy team, even with Russell Wilson back there. I think, you know, at the beginning of the year, Kenneth Walker's going to have a little bit of competition with Rashad Penny. Let me just – this is a, here's a new flash, news flash for all you people out there. Rashad Penny will be hurt by week two or three. This dude is always hurt. So you got to like the upside on Kenneth Walker. He's going to get a lot of carries. There's no doubt about it. Um, I say by week seven, eight, I would be wanting to put him in my starting lineups because he's going to see a heavy workload. The only thing um, that you don't like about Kenneth Walker is he did not have many catches out of the backfield. Um, especially if you're in these PPR leagues, you know you want to have those uh, running backs catching the ball of the backfield. He didn't do that much in college. Doesn't mean he can't do that in the NFL. You never know. But is Drew Locke going to be di- – um, Drew Locke or who else? Geno Smith. Are they going to be dishing the ball to Kenneth Walker? Is he going to be catching the ball a lot? I don't know. I don't really think he will, but, hey, he's going to get a lot of carries, so I don't really see why not. I, of course, he ta- you take him in the uh, second running back off your board in rookie drafts. and uh, Let's just move on, man. The, the The last running back that was drafted in round two is James Cook, and, man, out of Georgia, running back you, play for the dogs. Man, but the Bills just reach on him. They draft in round two, and I, I don't really get this one. I, I'm staying away from James Cook. If uh, James Cook was drafting like the third or fourth round, you could probably get him in your rookie drafts in the late second round, but I'm seeing James Cook going in the first round of your rookie drafts. I'm telling you now, stay away. Stay away. But you got to think. Um, I'll just point out the positives. You know, James Cook, he – you got to imagine he's going to get a majority of the snaps because he's going to be the pass catching running back. Buffalo had like the third highest uh, pass to run ratio, so you got to imagine that James Cook's going to be on the field a lot. Singletary and all them. What's that other running back? Singletary and the other guys, they're bums. Like, I wouldn't even be worried about them. I think James Cook's probably going to be on the field right from the get. 
I'm just not sure why Buffalo would draft him so high. Like, you probably could have got James Cook in the fourth or fifth round, but him going third off the board, you know, I guess maybe he's just, they think he's going to be Dalvin Cook. I don't know. He's small, but I don't know. I just ain't buying it. I wouldn't draft him in your first round. Let some other sucker go by to uh, draft that guy in the first round of your rookie drafts. I'm staying away, though. Not to say he's a bad player. Not to say he won't have any production. Heck, I could be wrong all the way. That He could be the number one running back from this class for all I know. But from the looks of things, I'm staying away from that one. But James Cook from the dogs. But let's just move uh, to these third-round running backs and let me just go ahead and say, these third round, I look at the running backs drafted in the third round, and then I look at the running backs drafted in the fourth round, and I'm like, man, I just like these fourth round guys a whole lot better than these third round guys. I know it's hard to draft running backs in the NFL draft. You know, it's hard to say who's going to be good and who's not, but the next running back off the board is Rashad White from Arizona State, and he goes to... He goes to Tampa Bay. He's going to go play with the GOAT. You know, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, RIP to your draft stock, to your uh, stock in general, because you're done. If you got Keyshawn Vaughn on your team, I'm sorry. You're going to have to just release him, hope he get, maybe keep him, hope he gets traded. But Rashad White, he caught the ball a lot out of the backfield in Arizona State in the Pac-12, and – that's perfect for Tom Brady. Tom Brady's always dishing the ball to these running backs. He's always making the right decision. You know, I feel like a lot of people are hesitant because, you know, he's got Leonard Fournette in front of him. And Leonard Fournette, of course I'm high on him. Like, he just signs a three-year deal. He's going to be playing with Tom for the next – I mean, who knows how long Tom's going to play. He comes back, I know he's going to play for at least two years. I mean, this definitely is not going to be his last year. I think even if he wins the Super Bowl, he's going to be back. You know, but with Rashad White, you're just one injury away with Leonard Fournette. This dude's going to be seeing a ton of snaps out of the backfield with Tom, who likes to throw the ball to these running backs. So I'm high on Rashad White, and especially if you got Leonard Fournette on your team, I'm definitely taking Rashad White uh, to back him up. So if uh, playoff Lenny does go down, you got Rashad to step right in, and I think he could just have immediate production. I, you know, he's going like mid round, mid, like he's going in the second round, midway. I'm definitely taking Rashad White. I like it. Um, moving on to Tyrion Davis Price out of LSU, and he gets drafted in the third round by the 49ers. And, and man, I just look at the 49ers. I'm like, what are you doing? What are y'all doing? Another running back? How many running backs do y'all have to have on your roster? There's a few of these teams that when you see, you, you just want to stay away from those running back rooms, and that's the 49ers, the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins, like the Rams, all these teams that have these like a million running backs on their rosters, like stay away from them. I, I, the, the only thing is if you get these running backs and you get the right one, man, you're going to have a hit because – like, for example, Kyle Shanahan, he'll run those running backs to the ground. So that's the kind of production you want to see. But do you want to draft Tyrion Davis-Price high like that? I, I just – I'm staying away. You, all those it's, – it's just like, come on, 49ers. What are y'all doing? You, just, you, you hit the jackpot with Elijah Mitchell just last year. 
You got all these other running backs on your roster. I'm just staying away from Davis Price. Uh, not to say he won't do good. Who knows, man? Maybe Kyle Shanahan hands him the rock and just goes forward to him. And then, hey, you got a jackpot winner right there. You could put him in your starting lineups. He's probably getting a majority of the carries anyways. Debo Samuel already wants the ball less because – he just thinks he's being overused and blah, blah, blah. So then you got to think, these running backs, they're probably going to get a little more, few more touches this go-round. But as far as Terry and Davis Price, man, I'm staying away from all of that. The The last running back drafted in the third round is Brian Robinson Jr. out of Alabama. Alabama. And, you know, dynasty-wise, you know, he's so old. He's like 24, 25 years old. Uh I probably wouldn't draft him up high, but where he's going in third or fourth rounds, I mean, heck, I'm taking Brian Robinson Jr. And can we just have a moment of silence real quick for Antonio Gibson? Because, buddy, you're done. You're done. I know these past two years he's got two RB1 seasons, but the but the Washington Commanders, they just uh, – this is just one of those organizations that they're not buttoned up. You never know what they're doing. Like they got Terry McLaurin, and what do they do? They go get a, another wide receiver. They reach for that one, Jahan Dotson, with like the 12th pick. So it's like, what are y'all doing in Washington? But Brian Robinson Jr. at his age, I, I don't see why not. He don't just get carries right from the uh, beginning, because you know he's probably not going to get a second contract. If I'm Washington, I'm just Robinson Jr. I'm just getting him hand off, hand off, hand off. They brought McKissick back, so I don't know if they're thinking they're going to have some kind of duo with Robinson Jr. and Antonio Gibson. I'm not sure what they're thinking, but I don't know. I like Brian Robinson Jr. I think he's going to get a lot of carries. I think he's been a little underrated, but I can see why NFL teams are staying away from him just because of his age, but heck. I mean, I don't see why not. He sat the bench all those years. It ain't like his workload's been too heavy. So he could definitely give you three or four years at the running back spot, high production. You know, players just bounce off of Brian Robinson. I think he'll have he'll be pretty successful in the NFL as far as I can tell. But let's get to these uh, fourth rounders here. And I love looking at some of these round four running backs. I mean, some of them just drop. Like uh, Damian Pierce, Amir White, Isaiah Spiller, Pierre Strong. Most of these guys, I'm just loving these guys. Uh, Damian Pierce, he gets drafted in the fourth round to the Houston Texans. And, man, who whatever running back was going to get drafted to the Houston Texans, you're hopping on that. They have no competition at the running back position. They're, they're a rebuilding team. The running backs on the death chart are like Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead. So, of course, Damian Pierce is about to walk right in. Maybe by week two, week three, he's probably going to get 100% of the carries. At least 90. I mean, whatever running back. I know before the NFL drafts and before these rookie drafts, everybody was looking. Hey, who's about to go to the Houston Texans? Because whatever running back is going to the Houston Texans, that's who you want. So, they draft Damian Pierce out of Florida who was pretty much uh, not used that much at Florida, but it ain't because he wasn't good. It's because Florida's just 
they've just been garbage. They've had like one good year since Tim Tebow left. I know I'm talking to a lot of SEC fans, a lot of dog fans, but the SEC East has been a joke for over a decade. Been a joke. So you you look at this and you see Damian Pierce ain't even getting the the carries and stuff out of Florida, and you just got to think, man, Dan Mullen, that staff, they're gone now. So it could have been a coaching problem. But if I'm Damian Pierce, man, I got to love going to the Houston Texans because, man, you're going to get a lot of production. I, I can see – I see big things. I, I took him in some of my rookie drafts. I reached on some rookie drafts to get him because I know he'll be starting by week four, week five, and taking all the production. I just, lo- I just love the landing spot. I love Damian Pierce. I'm slurping that Damian Pierce all up, man. I'm trying to get more of him. Let's move on to another guy. Uh, my guy, I was reaching on this guy too in these rookie drafts. Uh, Zamir White out of UGA, another running back for the dogs. You got to love these running backs for the dogs. Whenever you see these running backs out of Alabama and Georgia, you got to hop on them, man. They're throwing them out there. Every year they're throwing out these running backs. And the things with the dogs is they're running, they're doing running back by committee. So these guys aren't getting heavy workloads and they're talented. I mean, I was going to say they're not getting drafted as high, but after seeing James Cook go so high, you know, people, somebody's paying attention. But Zamir White, he gets drafted by the Raiders. And for his rookie year, he, he might not even see the field for one second. He, he might get 10 carries all year. You never know. But the Raiders just declined Josh Jacobs' 50-year option. I mean, all they have to do is not sign Kenya Drake and – you see a path for Zamir White to become the starter for the Las Vegas Raiders by year two. And I know he went to round four, so they could draft another running back, but I'm high on Zamir White. I, I'm not a Dogs fan, but I watch the Dogs all the time, and this dude's definitely good. I know he had two ACL, ACL tears earlier in his career, but, I mean, I, we're in a different day and age with these ACL tears. These guys are coming back real quick, like, six seven eight months they're already back they're already training as long as they're dedicated to the rehabs acl tears they don't really scare me away it's not like these achilles tears where you're like man i mean he might not get back to his normal self for the next three to four years and stuff like it it could take you a couple years to come back from an acl uh from a achilles tendon like that so Zamir White, I'm buying Zamir White, and you got to know, year one, you're not going to get the return that you want, so if you're in your little uh, redraft leagues, like, heck no, I'm staying away from Zamir White, but dynasty-wise, I mean, where he's going in third and fourth rounds of these rookie drafts, man, I'm grabbing Zamir White, I'm not even hesitating, let's move on to another guy who dropped in the draft, who I just don't get it why this guy dropped so far. It's, uh, Isaiah Spiller, and he, he had a bad combine. And I'm not one of the – I don't get – I don't care what you do in the combine, like the little Olympics. I don't care if you're running the 40 and your little, your little tights and stuff like that. Like, who cares what you're doing in the combine? I know I don't care. What was you doing on the football field? Are you a football player? I don't want to get into those semantics where, like, oh, he's doing the shuffle run. He's doing cone to cone. He's so slow at it. I don't want him. Like, stop. Oh, uh, he only benched 225 10 times. He should have did it 12. Like, that that stuff does not bother me not one bit. Isaiah Spiller, before these uh, NFL draft, 
he was the number three running back uh, by most people, especially in the fantasy world. I would have taken Isaiah Spiller pretty high in some of this uh, some of these rookie drafts. He lands to the Chargers. Of course, they have Austin Eckler. Uh, but man, Austin Eckler, he's been saying for years he wants less uh, less reps. You know, he's had a majority of the workload for years, and uh, the Chargers they keep on drafting running backs year after year after year that just don't pan out. Isaiah Spiller dropping to the fourth round. I mean, you gotta love this uh, dynasty wise. You know, I think he gets some reps these this year, but eventually Eckler's going to be done. He's like at age 26, 27. He's getting to the end of his prime. These running backs' primes don't last that long. Eckler's going to be gone within the next two or three years. Isaiah Spiller's just going to be able to hop right in into a powerful offense. This offense with Herbert, with these receivers, man, it's an explosive offense. You, All these offenses that are explosive they're moving the ball they're scoring you want a piece of that action you want a piece of that action and Isaiah Spiller dropping so low I mean especially if you're an owner of Austin Eckler you you might as well draft Isaiah Spiller I don't really see why not so I'm high on Isaiah Spiller maybe not for the first year but after that I mean the sky's the limit for this guy Let's talk about the last one drafted in the fourth round and that's Pierre Strong and this is another one where I'm just like Bill, he he goes to the Patriots out of San Diego State, and I just want to be like, Bill Belichick, what are you doing, dude? If there was ever a debate, uh, to me there was never a debate between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, but dang, that debate is could not be more over than it is now. This dude, Bill Belichick, has lost his mind. He's he's drafted another running back, another one. You got ten running backs on your roster. Yet it had some success with a couple guys last year, so you go get another one in the fourth. Not to mention he's reaching on that one wide receiver in the second round that was on nobody's draft board. So it's just like, come on, Bill, what are you thinking? But Pierre Strong, San Diego State. Of course I'm not high on him because I'm staying away from those running back rooms that have 45 running backs on their rosters and stuff. I don't get it. I wouldn't have wanted them. I would have drafted other running backs ahead of Pierre Strong. Just... It's baffling. It's mind-boggling. I don't want him in round four. Or he's in the round four, so I don't even know where you draft Pierre Stronger in your rookie drafts or what kind of expectations you have for him. This dude could be like Trey Sermon and just never even see the field, just be a bust right off the get. But those are the main running backs. I want to give you all a couple couple running backs just to keep an eye on that. I think I'm not saying these guys are going to have immediate success, but... What about Hassan Haskins out of Michigan? You know, he gets drafted to the Tennessee Titans, and you're thinking, well, they got Derrick Henry and blah, blah, blah. Derrick Henry just got hurt last year. He's he's had like a million and five carries in the past five years. That I love Derrick Henry, man. I love Derrick Henry. I watch a lot of the Titans. I got family members that are Titans fans, so I like to watch the Titans. But what are the Titans like? Are they about to be rebuilding? Because they just trade A.J. Brown. Ryan Tannehill single-handedly lost in the playoffs last year any quarter any quarterback with some competence out there gets you to the next round and then we're not even talking about the Bengals so I'm thinking you could see Derrick Henry on the move you could see him getting getting cut especially if he gets hurt um I you gotta like Hassan Haskins he's big he's strong he's just another Derrick Henry type I'm not saying he's gonna be Derrick Henry but if you're 
just if you're in your dynasty leagues, you're deep in your draft, and you just want to take a shot on somebody. Hassan Haskins, I like it. I say take a shot. I I'll do it myself. Uh, another guy, Keontae Ingram, out of USC. He gets drafted to the Arizona Cardinals, and I've been reading articles about that running back room in Arizona. James Conner's the guy right now, but I've been hearing that Keontae Ingram is the most talented running back on that roster. It's just uh, another guy that if you just want a shot in the dark, if you want to take a shot at a guy who could be the starter by year two, you never know with these running backs. These running backs, they rotate in and out all the time. He could be a hit. I went and looked for him in my leagues, of course. Some people's already picked him up and stuff, so I was a little late. But Keontae Ingram, Hassan Haskins, I like I like it. I just like the situation. I like, you know, the direction of the team. So if you're taking a shot, I'm I'm taking a shot on Haskins and Ingram. So but that about wraps it up on these running backs. Uh, I don't really want to get into talking about tight ends and quarterbacks, especially out of this uh NFL draft, because tight ends it usually takes them about three to four years to get to going. Quarterbacks, these guys weren't even good. So yeah, that about wraps it up. Uh, if y'all don't mind, uh, follow me on Twitter, Crew Matt Ham. Just add me, uh, message me, tweet me, do whatever you want to do. I'll be sharing uh, links from these episodes whenever you, uh, whenever I drop an episode. I'll be posting it on my Twitter. And so please subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a five star rating. Leave me a good review. Let's get the word out. Go ahead and share the podcast if you can. Um, also, the crew's number one gamer, Cease Twizzy23. If you're on Twitch, add him. Add him. He'll uh, break it down for you. He's the man with the plan. So, But yeah, uh, be on the lookout for the next episode within the next two to three uh, days. So uh, that about wraps it up. I'm out.